1: To March first episode of the Outbreak MMA podcast. With me is the lovely Ferrari and our co-producer Sammy that is trying <laughs> to make her way
0: into the studio. Into the studio. <laughs> she, uh, she said she wanted to be a part of the podcast. We, uh, we dude. Back
1: up. Yeah, cameras would be great right now for some of this because it's funny as hell. Uh but not much MMA news, but a little bit. Uh, so we want to actually get something out there. It might be rather short today. Um, I don't know. Let's just kind of like a Band-Aid, just tear it off. We'll jump right in. Um, I know this is old news, but some new stuff has surfaced, so we'll go over it again. Uh, Gina Carano um, was fired from Disney. As many know, she played Cara on The Mandalorian, and... Gina has always been very outspoken on social media Uh, and sometimes not in a good way. Uh, And when you work for Disney, you got to understand you're talking about a company that if they don't want any tattoos showing, they prefer you don't have any tattoos at all. Um, At one point when I was a child and we went to Disney, one of the rules was you actually couldn't chew gum in the park. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, you're talking about a very uh, strict company on what they allow employees to say and to do. Uh, and for the longest time, and this is slowly changing, and we'll kind of get into this. I know you're probably wondering, why the hell are we talking about Disney? Well, it does kind of play a role because Disney does own ESPN. They do own Disney plus, obviously they own Hulu. They, they, they have their fingers in ABC. Mm -hmm. I believe they have their fingers in Fox too, but I'm not hundred percent positive on that. Um, so Disney is like a really big umbrella. So while this is just affecting the star Wars franchise, it it does play a much larger role because there are certain fighters who you know we won't go into uh, right now I mean like if you pay attention to MMA you already know you know Kobe Covington's one of them there's a couple others that just for whatever reason can't keep their mouth shut um although Gina Carano argue arguably crossed the line with some of her comments because some could view them as anti-Semitic. I'm not passing judgment. That's not my job. You want to look up the comments and, and read them yourselves yourselves. By all means, go for it. You can t- you you can make your own judgment. That's not that's not our job. Um, but it's gone a little bit further. Uh, there there have been now reports that um, uh, that, that uh, uh, who's the guy that, that Vaughn was it Vaughn? No, not Vaughn. Favreau. John Favreau uh, was designing a new show um, that was going to focus on Gina Carano's character, uh, uh, Cara Dune, uh, called the Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, They've now changed that where it's going to focus on uh, Princess Leia. Uh, The important thing is the way Kathleen Kennedy, who's in charge of The Star Wars, pretty much everything Lucasfilm brought over to Disney, Kathleen Kennedy's in charge of And the way she pretty much did this was fire Gina Carano via social media. Uh, I I mean, the way it sounds, it sounds like there was no phone call, nothing. Now, Gina Carano probably knew this was coming anyway.
0: Well, she had been warned about her social media posts and spoken to about it, but... Yeah, the the fact that she found out she was let go just when everybody else in the world did, um, and now Jon Favreau saying that um, the way that it was handled obviously wasn't right, and now Kathleen Kennedy is pretty much nowhere to be seen. She just kind of let the backlash just fall on anybody who's involved in the Mandalorian, well, you know, like
1: and it sounds like it pissed off Bill Burr. Uh, mm-hmm. as well, who who had a reoccurring character on The Mandalorian. It, mm-hmm. it, it The way it was handled pissed a lot of people off, um, uh, to the point where Favreau's actually pulling out of the Rangers of the New Republic uh, uh, series. Uh, because it, this does create a fairly large problem for him. Gina Carano had a very important role in The Mandalorian. Uh, and they had
0: already started filming.
1: They'd started filming season three, and they were going to film both season three and four together. Mm-hmm. So it was it's not just one season that they're gonna have to do a rewrite on, it it's two. Right. Um and anybody that's written any type of a script that has gone through rewrites, man, does that suck. Um mm-hmm. so I can totally understand why 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 Favreau's pissed off. Um they he even went over uh, Kathleen Kennedy's head uh, to try to get some answers. And I guess what's going to happen is is March 9th, they're going to have a shareholders meeting. Disney's going to have a shareholders meeting. And I guess Kathleen Kennedy's going to have to make some kind of comment or defend herself in some way uh, for what she did. Uh, again, I'm not passing judgment on what Gino Carano said, whatever. I, I that that's up to you all to decide. I don't agree with how she was fired though. Um, I, I do think, you know, I, I'm of the old school train of thought that if you're going to get fired, you get pulled off into a separate room privately and get told, look, you know, you've been future endeavored or your services are no longer required. Mm-hmm. Not that you go online and be like, you know, Hey bitch, time to pack your bags. It just isn't like that for me. Um, Uh, that's, I don't believe in, in that way of handling things. Is it, you
0: know, I was just thinking, is it possible that it got leaked before they made
1: the effort to call her? I don't know, man. I mean, it's possible, but there seems to be an awful lot of problems since Kathleen Kennedy came Mm -hmm. on board. I I mean, maybe. You you might be spot on with that. I only ask because
0: I know now, especially now in the age of the internet, like, things get leaked all the time. Yes. And it changes the way things are done. You know, there have been, I mean, there have been TV shows that have been completely rewritten. um, You know, TV shows or, or movies that were completely put on the back burner because they were leaked.
1: Hell, there's been UFC fights that have been totally canceled because they were leaked out to the media before Dana White could announce them, and he said, well, screw it, I'm just not going to make the fight.
0: Right, yeah, because that happened with a couple different things, um, pop culture-wise. So um, I think there was supposed to be a live-action, like if you're into video games or live-action Legend of Zelda that got totally pulled because somebody leaked, you know, that, yes, it was happening. And they were like, no, well, now we're not going to do it because we have
1: a leak, you know, so. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, here's the thing is, and and I disagree with, with the whole leaking thing. Um, I'm not against leaks, although, you know, obviously, you know, I would want to try to prevent it as well. But that's not enough for me to cancel something or fire yeah, somebody. Yeah, to either.
0: me it's like free advertising, you know? Like all everybody gets excited about it and then you can be like, "Well, we're not going to give you any more details until we're ready." You know, but um yeah, no, I agree with you. I now that it, more information's coming out. I you know, the way she got fired, nobody should get fired that way, but she also shouldn't have, you know, been as outspoken, you know.
1: Well, no, and and then uh, you know I forgot who she paired herself off with, up with. It was an ultra right conservative oh. guy that, you know, mm. they're they're gonna make some kind of movie that she, you know, she was bragging that she couldn't be fired from that. I mean, the way this has been handled all around, honestly, the only one that looks like he's handled it the right way has been John Favreau, uh, and his mm-hmm. team, um, uh, Disney. Uh, comes up looking with egg on their face, and Gina Carano honestly comes off like a vindictive bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it it sucks because that was such a great character in that show. Yeah. Um, I realize you guys tune in to hear about Emma and stuff. Yeah, like but this. I but mean Gina we Carano about this stuff too. got her
0: start as. Yeah. An MMA fighter. I mean, yeah, you know, so, I mean, it, it's relevant, guys, and the link between Disney and ESPN and, you know, ABC and all that. I mean, this stuff is relevant. It's not like we are just talking about it because we wanted to talk about the new Star Wars show, you know. it's
1: Well, and I say that because there's inner ter- turmoil with Disney as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's come out today from a few different sources where – uh, obviously, people have stopped subscribing. You know, some people, a lot of people actually, uh, have dropped Disney Plus. Um, uh, you know, it's funny the people that bitch about cancel culture are the same ones that cancel their subscription Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, you, here's the thing, point. though. I
0: mean, on the other side of the token, if you literally only had the Disney Plus subscription because you were only watching Mandalorian because you like Gina Carano. There really I, is no reason for no, you to I, keep the Disney Plus subscription. I, no, I mean, I, I, you know, it's you know, whereas like with us, like I mean, I am definitely a Disney kid. You know, I mean, I could sit there. I haven't even gotten into watching a whole bunch of stuff that's on Disney Plus. Um, but you know, I mean, you too. You love Disney movies too. You know, you're just you're not the like Disney kid like I was. You know, no, you enjoy it for the cinematic value or like I can sing you every single Disney song on the face of the earth. Yeah, you know I, like I'm different. I mean,
1: like I said, my two favorite, you know, movies is Lilo and Stitch and, and actually my favorite movie is Coco.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I, you know, again, it's one of those things where Disney right now is kind of in inner, inner turmoil. Disneyland in California is closed. Disney world in Florida is open. They're seeing that uh, um, the amount of people attending the parks is, is diminishing as well. Uh, which, that's a kind of like a catch-22, because as people that live in Florida, that makes me want to go to Disney even more. Right. Because, but, I
0: mean, here's the thing, too, is right now would also technically be slow season for Disney anyway. Yes. Until spring break, which starts, you know, very soon, some places in a couple days. So, I would be interested to see if attendance, you know skyrockets in quotes you know it's not going to be anything like previous years but
1: well i think disney kind of screwed themselves and that's 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 a conversation for another point we're going to move off of this in a moment but um disney kind of in a way screwed themselves Mm -hmm. Uh, right now tourism florida is a tourism state we live off of tourism um it's one of the reasons why as much as i don't like the guy Governor DeSantis invites anybody and everybody to host their sports uh, uh, mm-hmm. competitions here in Florida is because mm-hmm. our tourism is down and down drastically. Yeah. We are losing money and we're losing jobs. Yeah, you know, and that's happening at Disney, and that's why you know all of these kind of play a, a pretty big role. So that mm-hmm. being said, we did have UFC this weekend. Yes, um, it actually. Uh, the main event was Cyril Gane, um, uh versus Jairinzo uh, uh, Rosenstrike. I actually pronounced it the right way for once. Um, <coughs> but me. I, it 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 actually, you know what? If you are a casual fan, you probably didn't like this card. Um, it it didn't have a lot of names that. That casual fans would recognize. But you did get to see most of the card. Because oh. you were you were up for most of it. You didn't fall asleep until the last two fights.
0: I thought I went to bed at 9.
1: It, it, there was only two fights off. Oh. You got to remember, and we're going to get into that next. It was a shorter card. Oh. So. Oh. Uh, what, I thought what, I missed
0: more than I did. No, okay. you,
1: you didn't. You only missed two fights. Okay. You missed the last two fights. Um, so I, I'm curious what you thought of it overall from what you caught. Because I, I, I was knew, paying
0: attention, yeah. Because I knew was, you I were d- doing I don't, a lot of work. I, I don't sit and watch every fight all the way through. I, I just, you know, I'm...
1: You don't analyze every punch.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, there's certain fighters that I like. I, I do usually enjoy watching the women's matchups, um... But, you know, I do get to a point where I become brain dead from UFC, especially when it's on every week. And we've talked about this before, that I think that they could um, increase their market value by not having events
1: all the time. Can you sense the venom in her voice when she says that? It's not venom.
0: It's just like when the cards come out and I go, didn't this guy just fight two weeks ago? And Marco's yeah and we're like okay, um honestly I can't remember any particular fight that like really excited me or anything. Um
1: well I I mean okay you you mentioned the women's fight um well actually two, I'll go over that in a yeah, second. Uh, Ronnie Lawrence looked great he he uh, he was a sacrifice of the night. He faced uh, Vince uh, Cachero, Cachero. Um, and he won via uh, TKO um, from strikes in the second round. Um, he looked. Ronnie Lawrence is someone that they have big expectations for, and he looked great. Uh, but after that, uh, the next fight was Alexis Davis versus uh, Sabina Mazo uh, from Brazil. Um, Mazo is. Incredibly talented, but she's very young. She's only, I think, 23, if I'm not mistaken. Where Alexis Davis, um, as a matter of fact, David said when Alexis Davis started her career, my, my, her professional career, Mazo was only like nine years old, I believe it was. Hmm. Um, Davis, though, the experience definitely won out. I mean, just looking at the judges' scorecards, and I actually agreed with these 30 27, 30 27, and 30 26. Um, she, she definitely outclassed Mazzo. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of what else stuck out on this. Uh, Alex Caceres, uh, looked really good. He's looked really good his past four or five games. Yeah,
0: he, he always does a good job.
1: Um, he defeated Kevin Kroon via unanimous decision. Um, you know, uh, you know what fight that I actually thought I'd be more excited for and I actually to me, it felt like it felt it, like it fell flat, was Pedro Munoz, uh, Munoz versus Jimmy Rivera. Um, it went to a decision, 30-27, uh, 30-27, and 29-28. It just, the fight itself, to me, I thought, fell flat. Hmm. Um, but there's another fight that I, it was back and forth, but I still, it wasn't what I was expecting. Um, the next fight was another women's fight, Montaña de la Rosa versus uh Myra Buena Silva, which was declared a draw, um, a majority draw, and it was. I mean, it, it really was a back and forth. They both, both women, um, you know, had the dominant position when they were on the ground a number of times. Um, there was a lot of countering, it, it was a good overall fight. I mean, it was a very good fight. Um, Ankalev uh, versus Krylov um, ended in a unanimous decision. That's That fight, I just, I really didn't. I was expecting a knockout in that fight, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good fight. It just, it, it wasn't what I was expecting. And that, in a way, is kind of UFC's fault. UFC built up this fight. So you would think that, okay, it's not going to go to a decision. It's not going to go to a decision. And watching both these guys fight, I can see why they built it up that way. But doing that, if you're a casual fan and you watch this and then it goes the distance when you want to see a knockout, and let's face facts, a lot of casual fans, they don't care about the groundwork. They want to see somebody get their block knocked off. Mm-hmm. I I disagree with that. I would rather see, you know, some well-grounded, you know, uh, uh, mat work over just a pure striking contest, but it, it, it seemed to, to not, it, you know, not reach the expectations laid out, but you did have the mer- main event, which was Cyril Kane versus, uh, Jerry, Enzo, which I'm really close, but I know that I'm off just a little bit Rosenstrike um via unanimous decision it was like 50 45 50 45 and 50 45 gain outclass Rosenstrike in this whole fight um gain is somebody you want to watch cuz like Rosenstrike one punch and that's the end of your night um and he just he 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 looked quick the whole fight he was fast for for for, I believe that was a, a heavyweight bout. Might have been a light heavyweight bout, but I believe it was a heavyweight bout because they were both under the 265 limit. Um, I don't believe he, he mentioned in the press conference that he declared himself uh, uh, he's ready for for a title shot after, after that win. I don't know if I would say he's ready for a title shot. I actually would like to see him go against uh, uh, Ray Lewis. Look, if, hmm. if you can beat Ray Lewis and and do it convincingly at this point, or the other one, which I think he would match up really well against, would be John Jones. John Jones yeah. is moving up to heavyweight. If you can beat John Jones, yeah, then go for your title shot. Good luck on that. Uh, I mean, again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when Jones debuts at heavyweight. Um, that alone is going to that alone is going to sell tickets, you know, or sell pay-per-views when Jones debuts at heavyweight. It's getting the right opponent for him, though. But it was a good night of fights. I think casual fans might have been a little bit disappointed. This really wasn't a fight that stuck out as a must-see, but it also wasn't a horrible fight night either. I I enjoyed the fights. I think casual fans, though, eh, not so much. Um... There were, though, three or four, I believe it was three, uh, cancel fights due to COVID. And what I've noticed, and you and I have talked about mm-hmm. this off the air, is that more fights tend to be canceled due to COVID in the States as opposed to Abu Dhabi. Um, I'm I, I have my own suspicions on why, but I'm curious as to what you think the reason might be. Well,
0: when they're on Yas Island... That's the way I like to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> they they literally have a bubble. They, you know, you're, you're, you are confined to the bubble. There is no, like, going home. No, you go back to the hotel room that is in the bubble. Um, when they're in Vegas, it's not like... They can really be like, all right, stay in your hotel room, like, you can't go anywhere. What do they it's, do? Yeah, but, but it's it's not as controlled.
1: Well, yeah, they, they, they typically get there anywhere between Sunday, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday is when the quarantine starts. That's when the, the, the bubble starts. Once you get through the initial quarantine, you are allowed to go out to eat. You're allowed to 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 go outside of a zone. I I for lack of a better term, where on Fight Island, Yaz Island, you know whatever you want to call it. Yaz. Um. <laughs> they yeah. You love that name. Um. They they pretty much set it up where. Nobody's allowed in and nobody's allowed out, uh, you know, once once all the fighters are in there uh, mm-hmm. and everybody that is working inside there has had multiple tests. Am I multiple? I think some of these fighters, by the time they actually fight, have had over eight tests. Yeah, Um. I mean, they really do test them extensively um and i think that's because of of certain restrictions abu dhabi might have it might be because of restrictions that that ufc may have as well because ufc had to come up with a plan to make it as safe as is possible uh and i know that that um they probably had to do do the same thing for vegas i know they had to do the same thing for florida when they ran in Jacksonville, when, when they started running again, mm-hmm. uh, I know they're talking about possibly coming back and running in Florida with some fans. Uh, they're going to probably have to do that again. Not that our governor's really going to care. Um, right. y- you know, our, our governor would tell you, look, just fill to max capacity and you know, who cares? Uh, again, it's Florida. Um, it, but I do think that, having that tight bubble in Abu Dhabi works and I think it works well and I think that a good example of that is you started to see last year with the NHL and with the NFL um I'm going to use those as a prime example because it did seem that there was a number of baseball players that didn't follow protocol Mm -hmm. Uh, But with the NHL and the NFL, they they really did maintain that bubble. And I think the NBA as well, actually. Uh, They really maintained that bubble very well. And that's why you didn't see all that many players come down with COVID. Now, with this, it's not so much fighters that are coming down with COVID. I mean, there are fighters that have come down with COVID, uh, again, uh, Cody Garbrandt, he's one that caught COVID and he's still suffering the after effects, uh, hazmat, um, he's caught COVID and he's dealing with some long-term effects as well. Uh, mostly with both of them, mostly to do with their lungs. Uh, but as a matter of fact, hazmat was so bad that they flew him from, I think it was Kazakhstan. I might be wrong on the state, but it was over in like that Russian block. Over to Vegas. Uh, uh, Dana White flew him stateside to get treatment. So it is a serious thing. I would like to see UFC kind of clamp down on on the teams a little bit more. It's not so much the fighters. It seems like it's the teams. And if someone on your team, because you're all so close, you're you're all you know, you're training in the same same gym, and especially fight week. A lot of times you're training in the same room. Right. Um, so you're all in a very close proximity to each other that I I do think that something needs to be looked at as far as that goes. Um, now the UFC's done great because they planned ahead of time of, well, okay, if this gets canceled, if this gets canceled, we can slide this person in, this person in. And there's a lot of younger kids that normally wouldn't have gotten an opportunity over the past year that have gotten opportunities, and not only gotten the opportunities, but shined. Right. You know, which is a good thing. But it would be nice to see them do that. Uh, Again, certain people on teams get paid a lot more than others, and it's really hard to tell someone that's not getting paid a whole hell of a lot of money, look, you got to stay in a room for two days. Yeah, and not go anywhere, not go out, not have a good time. It's Vegas. When you go to Vegas, you want to have a good time.
0: Yeah, oh, well, and these guys like the fighters and the you know their teams and everything. They already sacrifice so much to do what they do. Yes, that you know. Then on top of that, not being able to leave like a certain area, it's it's hard. It's I mean we've all. It's been almost a year that we've all been like being careful and you know not gathering and things like that and it do, it takes a toll on everybody
1: it's been about 50 weeks already because it was right around march fourteenth.
0: yep yeah that, that yeah we're, we're literally less than two weeks until the one year anniversary of like the first like lockdowns you know
1: and, um and as ferrari mentioned that's when you're a fighter in training camp, you are cut off from the world for the most part. There's some fighters that are, you know, can live at home, but a lot of them go elsewhere to train. Mm-hmm. They might go to Thailand. They might go to Brazil. Um, some of them don't do that. Some of them just go down to like Miami and and well Coconut Creek and and mm-hmm. and go to Top Team or go out to California and do Top Team. It all depends on what skills you want to sharpen, you know, uh, and. So once you get out to Vegas and you know that everything's on the right path for you to fight and your team knows they don't have to watch over you like, like a hawk anymore, that that begins some problems. Um, a great example of that, actually, of, of I, I hate saying excess, but it came out this week that mm-hmm. Paulo Costa that fought uh Israel Adesanya uh earlier in the year.
0: It was back in uh, September. Uh, was it? I, don't I know. think you're right. You yeah.
1: might be right. It might have been back in September. But the night before the fight, he went out and he got drunk on wine, supposedly. The so he night was
0: fighting hang- hungover. hung over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you, you come on now, you don't you don't go out and party until after the fight. You either Party to celebrate, or you drink your sorrows. I mean, come on, like yeah. it's after the fight. <laughs>
1: this isn't, and and I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to, you know, shit all over professional wrestling because, you know, again, it's it that that's that's a form of entertainment that that I was involved mm-hmm. in for a long time, but it's a lot different. I We could walk into shows,
0: drunk, well, drunk, hung actually hung over,
1: hungover, whatever, and still put on an amazing show for the fans and make it look real. And, and nobody short of people in the back would know that we were hung over or, Mm or even drunk. Um, where these guys, as opposed to us, you know, you're going out there to hurt your opponent. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Why would you want to be compromised in any way? Yeah. Like,
1: well, and is one of the best fighters uh, right? in the UFC. Well,
0: and especially because most of these fighters don't make a profit even when they win their fights.
1: Why oh, would yeah. you
0: want to put yourself, why would you want to put any obstacle in front of you, you know, winning? It's, I, I think, it, it, it how, how old is he? Is he not? Very old at, and not.
1: Costa, I, cost, yeah. I think is is under thirty or just over thirty, and I, I can tell you myself. You know, guys. Guys
0: don't grow up until they're at least thirty.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it. That's just the way it is. I you know I it um and, and so it, it while it, it sucks. That's a good example though of look when you're let loose. Yeah. You you're you know you're gonna do what you do um and i think the ufc kind of needs to clamp down on that a little bit um mm-hmm. I, I not so much because of the wine drinking but uh-huh. but to keep to, to to make sure that COVID is not a threat um but speaking of adesanya mm-hmm. he's actually fighting this weekend he is. um on ufc 259 which the whole card looks really really good yeah this um, one's
0: good this one i am going to make a point to actually watch
1: um everything i mean mean, we're we're looking through the through the prelims um you you know you got sean brady versus jake matthews uh which will be you know a really good fight or should be a really good fight um uh, i think a
0: lot of these are gonna end up being good fights even even guys even if you you are a casual fan and you don't recognize these names or these fighters
1: after the fights, you might recognize. Yeah, you them might for sure. you
0: might want to know who they are.
1: Um, um. <laughs> well, like Tim Elliott. Tim Elliott's is a great example. Tim Elliott. A lot of casual fans they might have heard the name Tim Elliott, but mm-hmm. they don't know who Tim Elliott is. Yeah. But I think after this fight with Espinoza, they're gonna right. know who Tim Elliott is. Well, and people Tim should Elliott know
0: the name Espinoza. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, there's there are names on here that you should know. Um, yes. yes. Sean Brady is another one. Yeah.
1: Um. But, and then you go to the, and th- those are but just your early Those were prelims. the early
0: prelims. These um, are the prelims, which um you should know you at know, least half of these people. You, know, you
1: got Kai Kaur, France, coming coming back. He's, he's uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's part of the New Zealand crew that usually comes in and fights. Um, you got Joseph Benavidez taking on uh, Askar Askarov. That fight, I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to. But I'm a huge fan of Joseph Benavidez as well. I really... Mm-hmm. I I as a is a fan I was I was heartbroken when he didn't win the title, um yeah. when he had the title uh, title shot, um mm-hmm. Sanghyeong Dong versus Kyler Phillips, um and then it you top it off uh, with I
0: mean it really should be the main event Dominic Cruz but you know I well mean, okay <laughs>
1: you know what though okay it's funny you mention that it's funny you mention that. They actually asked Dominic Cruz, one of the one of the media outlets, um, and I might be mistaken. I think it might have been uh, uh, Morgan uh, asked him. Asked Dominic Cruz uh, from MMA Junkie, um, and if I if I'm crediting the wrong person, I apologize. Uh, asked Dominic Cruz, does it bother him that he's on the prelims and not on the main card? And he goes, no. Not at all, actually. He goes, it's less pressure. He goes, there's mm-hmm. less people that tune into the prelims right. that tune into the main card. He goes, so there's less people, less eyes on me. Right. So if I do have a bad night, um
0: it's not it, make it, or break,
1: it, you know, it's it's But see that worries me though. That he says that if he has a bad night, he doesn't have as many eyes on him. Yeah, but he's
0: here's the thing with Dominic Cruz though, he's so level-headed that I see where he's coming from. And I think that's why I like him, is because he doesn't go out there and, like... Like, I I like the Braggarts. You know, like, I like Conor McGregor. I like Michael Bisping. I like TJ Dillashaw. I like, you know, like... I like these guys that go out there and, like, I'm the best, whatever. Nobody can beat me. But I also really appreciate Dominic Cruz just being, like, uh, you can, you, between, if you know, watching his fights, if you watch, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff, like, when they, um, like, Fight Week and, um... Embedded. Embedded. That's, I'm, I couldn't remember the name of it. Or, listening to him on commentary, he has such a love for mixed martial arts in general. Oh, yeah. And... I think he realizes too at this point, like he loves the the fight, but he doesn't have to win. And I'm sure he would love to carry a title again, but he's set.
1: Yeah, he's, with he's the set. commentary. Yeah. Thing.
0: So there is not a lot of pressure on him. This is more like a, you still want to fight, Dom? Go ahead. Let's see what you can do. You know, it's not well, like a, he's not scraping and scrambling to try to make his
1: name. I, I'm actually glad you mentioned that about him being set because of the commentating. Mm-hmm. Because what happened when when UFC, when Zufa sold it to uh, uh, WMG, IMG, which turned into Endeavor, um, they let a number of people go. That were former fighters that were in positions that were important positions, but they weren't deemed. In other words, Endeavor didn't realize how important that they actually were mm-hmm. because they weren't in the public eye. Right. And there was a number of fighters that were let go for that reason. As a matter of fact, one of the one of the only fighters that actually they 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 kept that's typically not in the public eye is Forrest Griffin. Um. Mm-hmm. And and he's he primarily I believe he's in charge of talent relations, uh, but and he and he's great at what he does. But uh, you know, Cruz and 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 you got you you got Daniel Cormier, you got Michael Bisping, Dana White was very smart, very intelligent in how he placed some of these fighters that have been loyal to him over the years, mm-hmm. because he placed them in, in, in positions where. Odds are they're not going to be let go. But we're coming up on a time period where we're going to have a rash of either firings or retirements again Mm -hmm. because there's there's a lot of younger blood that's coming into the UFC.
0: Well, and, I mean, a lot of these guys who have been fighting for the last 10 years, I mean, that takes a toll on you. Like, not just physically but mentally. And, I mean, there comes a point where, like, how 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 much longer can you can you fight people for money? You know, like not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with it, but like DC, you know, like Daniel Cormier, like you know, he well, kind of like hit forty and he's like, eh, well, with I think Cormier, I'm done here. With,
1: with, with Cormier, it's because he wanted to spend more time with his kids. Well, with, and that's another Bisping. reason
0: why, though, too, because I mean, we we sit here and watch. The embedded and you know the leading up to the fights and all of these guys and some of the women are having babies now. I mean, well, yeah, you, once they start walking and talking, these people are going to want to be there with their kids.
1: I mean, you look at you 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 look at you look at Nunez and Ansaroff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they you know they they just had a baby. Yep, and um, they brought the baby along with them and mm-hmm. and and they seem incredibly happy which i you know thankfully i rightfully so i mean i'm glad they are happy mm-hmm. um and I'll, I'll tell you right now that baby if it decides it wants to fight <laughs> mma it's to <gotta> be one <laughs> one tough one tough one tough cookie man yeah. but you know again you 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 have that uh, um Uh, You know, there's a number of them that have had kids and and in a way, some of them look at it like for, uh, for example, Cowboy Cerrone looked at it like it was almost like uh, a rebirth of his career it mm-hmm. gave him something more to fight for. Right. Um other fighters are just like, okay, I just want to get this done and be back with my family. Right. And there's nothing wrong with Bo-
0: that. yeah, both are are valid reasons, you know, and you know to stay or to go. But yeah, I I'm, I definitely agree with you that we're going to probably in the next 2 years, most of the guys and women that we've been watching Aren't going to be fighting anymore. Yeah, and that's you uh, know. But, but so that's why you watch the early prelims so that yeah, you can see right. who's the next round of people that's going to be in the main event.
1: So I just and 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 we'll get into this afterwards. I just hope they don't go to bare knuckle fighting. Uh, I but I I'll have a question about that later okay. for 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 anybody that listens. Uh but then we move on to the main card. The main card, obviously that's what you're going to be paying the the 70 bucks for. Yeah. Um but I mean it it's really good. You got Thiago Santos versus Alexander Rakic. Uh Santos looks was- effing <laughs> great.
0: Yeah, um
1: I mean again, you got to keep in mind he's he's actually he might be married by now. If not he's engaged to uh uh Kuniskaya um Mm -hmm. they both work out all the time upper body wise he's huge yeah
0: how long was he out for uh
1: quite a while his last fight was against jones where not just one of his leg knees but both of his knees needed surgery because of that fight
0: yeah oh no, he fought tahara in november
1: Uh, that's right yeah yeah Yeah, that's right yeah because he has been out
0: but yeah he had been out for like over a year, yeah, he said it's between needs- John Jones and the Tahara fight, but um, I was happy about, yeah, I but
1: was yeah, happy about that. But yeah, he
0: looks like way more ripped and yeah jacked now, so like I don't know, like Santa Claus gave him some motivation for Christmas <laughs> yeah, I, or something. I don't I, know, I, man. I,
1: I, whatever Kunis guy is doing to get him motivated, keep on doing <laughs> it. Um. I, I I don't mean anything offensive. I, look, it's it's his fiance. I, I, I'm I'm Tiago, I'm trying to help you out, brother. Um good for you, Tiago. Uh you know, you got Islam Makachev versus Drew Dober. Um that fight I think is gonna be one that flies under the radar, but it's gonna be a lot better than what people are expecting. Mm-hmm. Um Drew Dober, I think, is underrated by a lot of people, Yeah. and he he's 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 a tough dude. And then you get into the three championship fights. You got a bantamweight title bout with Peter Young versus Eljame uh, Sterling. Um, again, I I had we'll go through these and then we'll make our predictions. Uh, we're, I'm not we're not going to go by round or anything. We're just going to just just and friendly picking. Um the champion's Peter Jan. Uh women's featherweight title bout, Man nunez versus Megan Anderson. Uh and the main event, of course, is uh, a light heavyweight title bout, it's a unification bout. Um you got interim champ Jan Blancovich uh versus interim champ Israel Adesanya. Um, and Whoever walks away from that is going to be the actual light heavyweight champion mm-hmm. because Jones walked away. I mean, he made it very clear he's going to heavyweight because yeah. uh, he was the light heavyweight champion. Um, you know, as far as... So, huh, man, this is really tough because Santos really did not look all that good against Tejera. But Tejera looked like he... like somebody breed the new career into mm-hmm. too. um so i'm gonna pick santos that's
0: what i was picking too
1: um as far as makachev versus dober um I, i'm i'm actually gonna ah see and I, that's the other problem too a lot of these fights are very difficult to pick They're, these uh, are I, good
0: matchups that's why
1: um I'm gonna pick Makhachev.
0: Yeah, I well, you know, I always pick Makhachev. Though. Yeah. I know.
1: <laughs> and then Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling. I do think that there'll be a tighter change. Are, are
0: we gonna pick the same on this main card? Wow.
1: I, I this I, is very possible. This we is will. weird. Um, but <laughs> but I'm picking Sterling. One because he's looked great. Two, I think his jiu-jitsu is better than Jan's, mm-hmm. Um, and three. Again, he, he is his trainer is Matt Sarah, uh, and I think that plays a huge role in it. You can't go wrong with Matt Serra. Um, <laughs> so I and, and Sterling has worked so hard to get in this position. Yeah, he yeah. does. He 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 really, he really he deserved the shot. He's got it now. He just has to grab that brass brass ring or talk about taking home
0: one.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Nunes versus Megan Anderson. I really like Megan Anderson, but I'm picking Nunez. Yeah,
0: I can't. I, I can't pick against Nunez, especially now. Like you mentioned, with having the new baby and stuff, I yeah. think she's more motivated than ever. And I like my. I like Megan Anderson too, but I, I, you, th- those hands, man, those Nunez hands.
1: Yeah, is, I. I mean, Ant, yeah, Anderson's a really tough fighter, but I just don't see anybody. I don't see. Any woman, ex- I will, be pleasantly, ex- I will for, be
0: pleasantly surprised if it happens. I mean, the only
1: woman that I think would stand a chance, even though it's because I think she lost the first okay, Valentina Shevchenko, she lost the first fight, second fight. I actually scored it for Shevchenko, um, but Nunez won, uh. Mm-hmm. If they go for a third one, though, I think you're going to see Shevchenko win. But again, Saturday...
0: But that's a different Saturday, weight class, isn't it? Huh? Isn't that the flyweight? This one's the featherweight? And
1: Shevchenko will go up in weight if she needs to.
0: But doesn't Nunes have both? Yeah, titles? she has both. Yeah. yeah, so... This one's
1: strictly for the featherweight. Yeah. Um, and and again, Nunes insisted that she's going to defend both belts, so I'm assuming yeah. that she's going to do this and then go down to flyweight. Right. Um and then for the main event, uh Blockowitch versus Adesanya.
0: <sighs> I'm, do you want me to go first since you're he's like really struggling over here. Guys. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, go ahead. I, I I love Adesanya. I know you don't love Adesanya. No. Um but yeah, I'm picking Adesanya. You
1: Man, this pick is pick the same as me? No, no, I don't you're gonna think so. okay. No, right. I, I'm I'm actually gonna pick Blocko. Okay, and the reason why is is muscle wise, I think Blocko is gonna keep Adesanya against the cage. He's gonna do a lot of dirty boxing, and he's gonna keep the distance close with Adesanya. If you watch Adesanya's fights, he tries to keep a good distance between him and whoever he's fighting, and that's why he can actually come out with some devastating kicks as a kickboxer. That's, that's what he does. They think a though, is going to try to keep him up against the cage and try to close that distance. And if he can close that distance, he can win. He's got, he's got the muscle behind him to do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so again, you know, I, I strongly highly suggest whether you go out to see it at a, at a bar, uh, or stay home and order it. Um, Definitely check out UFC 259. It's one of the best pay-per-views that UFC's put on in quite a while, in my opinion. Uh, as well as Ferraris. Definitely recommend that. Uh, and finally, we'll, we'll, we'll close with something a little bit different, actually. Um, everybody knows that I, I I'm a huge Max Holloway fan. Um, probably my favorite fighter. Or one of my favorite fighters next to Jock
0: I was gonna say, um, I'm like, our cat's name is not Max; it's Jack Ray, So,
1: our cat doesn't look like a Max. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said uh, over the course of this week on one of the interviews he did for, on one of the media uh, outlets that it would be a slim chance that he would ever fight Conor McGregor again. Now, for those that don't know, Max Holloway, when he was when he when he was early in his career, fought counter McGregor and he lost um -hmm. but that was a long time ago in a galaxy far far away it
0: really was um, yeah
1: before Max Holloway got as good as he is and with McGregor it's kind of up in the air with McGregor as far as is he really that good anymore or has he just let everything go. Now, supposedly the last fight he let most of his training team go and he had a brand new training team. Well, if you do that, Mm -hmm. there's a very good chance that you're not going to see the amazing results. So
0: did, did Max Holloway say that it like he doesn't want to fight McGregor again or he just doesn't see it in the cards at all? No, they
1: just say, I don't, because I could see
0: him saying like, because i I don't see it in the cards at all. I mean there's really there's
1: no reason there's for it. no
0: reason for that's what I was gonna say and really, I mean, how many more fights do you expect McGregor to do? He doesn't need to fight.
1: McGregor insists that he wants to fight three or four more fights this year. He wanted to fight four fights in twenty twenty one um and then he would reevaluate it for twenty twenty two. But he also said he wants to fight there. I The options of him boxing Pacquiao are gone.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, as, as far as anybody can tell, that's not going to happen. If he would have won the fight against uh, Poirier, he would have stood a chance. Mm-hmm. So McGregor really at this point, if he wants to become a champion again, he's going to have to prove why. He's going to have to earn it. He's going to have to prove why. Just being a draw is not good enough. You know, uh, and I mean, McGregor is a draw. You put McGregor on almost anything, it's going to sell. But there's a number of fighters now that you can say that, not to the extent that McGregor does, but you can say that about. Him. Um, I would love to see Holloway versus McGregor again, although Holloway would have to go up a weight class, if I'm not mistaken, because McGregor, I think, staying at 155. I don't, I don't think he's going down a weight class. He was, he feels comfortable. At a higher weight class, he doesn't have to go through his grueling of a weight cut, um, and that's good because he looked really unhealthy uh, when when he was at the lower weight classes. But uh, the way Holloway the way it came across was more of he just doesn't have the interest. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and I I don't think that there's a reason why. I mean, I think Holloway's already proven. Look, he 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 is one of the best fighters in the UFC.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um. Oh, yeah. I mentioned I would say one more thing. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I want to. I don't really want to insult anybody, but I got to say this. Um, I was asked by someone who is a relative, so he doesn't count, um, <laughs> to cover bare knuckle fighting because they look at it like. MMA I don't see bare knuckle fighting is like MMA at all I see it as people wrapping you know taping up their fists and, and uh, fighting but... Fighting. I, I, I mean it, it t- to me that that's if people like it great it seems to be making good money it seems to be getting good sponsors um I've seen some pictures from it looks great you got Paige Van Zamp fighting for him now Why Paige Van Zandt would want to take a chance with ruining her face by going there um, as opposed to making all this money on Instagram and and Patreon or whatever, her own website, whatever she's doing that she's making all this money that she bragged about. I don't know. I mean, I I guess. I mean, I I get it. You, You want to fight.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I get the adrenaline rush, but why would you want a bare-knuckle fight? Like,
1: um, there's
0: so many options of places that you can go do MMA.
1: Yes. So, if you're a fan that really, really, really wants to torture me and make me cover bare-knuckle fighting, if I get enough people that I actually send in messages via the outbreak MMA uh, Facebook page, I will cover it. Um, and I probably will go live and cover it as well. Um, that being said, as it stands right now, I really don't want to cover it. So I will if people want me to and enough people want me to, but I really don't want to. I just I <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't appeal to me at all um yeah. sorry it, it just it doesn't you got to understand when we watch mma fights um whether it be one fc whether it be bellator whether it be cage uh cage fighting fighters whether it be ufc i i actually get more excited when a fight goes to the ground and they do groundwork than when they stand up and they 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 just tee off you know um i realize that the, the people that grew up uh, with the earlier MMA want to see people just tee off on each other's heads. Yeah. I'm really not a big fan of CTE. Um, so I would rather watch them grapple on the ground. I think it's more of an art form that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, you know, again, if it's something you want me to cover, drop me a line, I will do my best to cover it. Um, Getting press credentials shouldn't be a problem, so I'll do it. But. Please take my own sanity into account. On that note, <laughs> we are done for the evening. Um, we will try to bring you another one after UFC two fifty nine. Yeah. Um uh so in about a week. Uh and again, uh do you have anything else to add? No. We no? actually
0: look at that, almost an hour. Yeah, I knew
1: it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna be one of the one of the three no, hour. But marathons. it wasn't
0: but it wasn't short. I mean, no, decent.
1: no, we, we pulled, we, we pulled quite a bit out of for, for a few little things. Anyway, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week. Have a great weekend. Please be safe. Wear your mask, practice social distancing. Um, If you live down in Florida, avoid, uh, avoid spring break at all costs. Cause you don't know where they've been. And I mean that COVID wise. And you know, if you take one home for the night as well. So hmm. at any rate, everybody have a wonderful week and we will talk to you next weekend. Thank you so much for tuning into the Outbreak MMA podcast.